Welcome to another fantastic, most excellent, fabulous, My Orgasmic Life episode. So I'm your hostess with the mostess, Gaia Morissette, and um, today's episode is brought to you by Tickle.Life. Now, I've kind of been away for the last three weeks, and the reason behind that is because I've quit smoking. Yay, me! (laughs) And while I was quitting smoking, um, I was going through this really transformational experience from uh, pleasant to unpleasant to the good, the bad, the ugly. And as I promised, I would share all of that content with you. So... Um, I want to start with how I first started to quit smoking, and I thought, oh, you know what would be fabulous? How about I use blowjobs? How about I replace smoking with cocksucking? <laughs> that should be easy. I have an oral fixation. That's really what it's about. Let's, let's try that. So I thought that was a brilliant idea. And of course, you know, uh, the, <laughs> the men in my life that, uh, you know, were on the receiving end of that. And of course, you know, the men in my life, there's two of them and we were all bubbled together. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, we have a pandemic. You can't go around putting pe- people's penises in your mouth. Uh, these are like certified, they're certified safe penises. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so just so that we're all on the same page. So at first I was like, oh, this is going to be super easy. You know, quitting smoking is going to be like super easy. And I'm just going to, you know, replace my oral fixation. And so I decided I'll start with cocksucking and blowjobs. So at first, for the first about three days, this was like working pretty good. It was kind of like every time I would crave a smoke, I would go find, you know, um, one of my boys. And it'd be like, hello, help us just out. <laughs> I need the use of your penis. And so I would then, you know, have, give a blowjob um, until the oral fixation, the, the craving, the, the craving to smoke would dissipate. And then I would be good. I would be good for, you know, until the next time I had another craving for smoke. So the first three days, that's kind of how I kind of managed the, you know, the cravings and the, the withdrawals. Between that and starting to really look at what was going on, what was the fix that I was missing, what was it about? I also had a lot of orgasms that also helped um, me through the process. Um, But it wasn't like it worked for a short period of time. But there, what happens when there wasn't, uh, you know, somebody uh, that the use of their penis? Then I was like, uh-oh, which happened a couple times. And I was like, okay, I need to come up with some different strategies that this can be just one of the strategies in my wheelhouse, but not the whole strategy. And, you know, I can't live the rest of my life every time that I crave a smoke is to put a penis in my mouth instead. That's, you know, as much as that's going to make the men in my life around me very happy, um, it's not going to be very uh, efficient. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I got to come up with some new strategies. So that's kind of just, I just wanted to kind of give you a little bit of a taste of my adventures. Um, You know, I'm making this, this one's going to be like short and sweet um, because I have a lot more 
adventures that I've been on around the smoking and, and quitting the smoking and all the, the insights that have come from it. I just wanted to make this kind of a fun intro to be like, hey, you've missed me. <laughs> I know I've missed you. But before I go, I do want to take a moment to talk about why did I decide to quit smoking? Because, you know, a lot of people keep asking me that question, like, well, what made you decide to quit smoking? So I decided to quit smoking because it wasn't serving me anymore. Meaning that I live an incredibly healthy lifestyle. I work out, I train for open swim marathons, I eat organic, I eat healthy, I eat whole foods, like I eat, like I am super healthy with what I put in my body. I am always on, you know, my emotional and my mental and my physical well-being. And yet I smoked. And, you know, it was it, it just wasn't making any sense. Why, why would I continue to smoke when all of these other transformational life changes that I have done? So I leaned in and I asked myself this question, why am I smoking? I've smoked, I had smoked for 33 years. And um, in that 33 years, I never once wanted to quit smoking. No part of that um, was no part of me actually was like, no, I like smoking and I'm good at it and I enjoy it and I don't really have any desire to to quit it. And so because of that, I thought that this was a really interesting thought process of like, well, okay, so why why do I smoke? And so I started on that journey of like really asking myself the question, well, if it doesn't logically make sense, why am I smoking? Um, because it doesn't really work in with my lifestyle of, you know, really, you know, being the best version of me, the healthiest version of me, always working on my well-being. Um, what is the real root of it? And some really interesting things came up of like why I smoked. The biggest one was that Smoking, I really believed at the core of my being that smoking made me cool and that I didn't do anything cool anymore. I didn't party anymore. Hell, I don't even stay up past nine o'clock at night. <laughs> it's like no part of me that's actually like cool anymore. And it was like I was holding on to this attachment, to this mindset that the only way I was still going to be like hip and cool and, and, you know, badass is to smoke. I'm allergic to alcohol. I'm allergic to chocolate. I'm like, I, you know, I, I'm allergic to everything. I don't do anything bad. And so I thought, well, that's really interesting. Like, why do I need to do something bad? And the funny part about this is as this journey is going on is that when I would say to people around me, I'm like, you know, I asked them, like, so do you think I'm cool? And everybody's like, yeah, you're like super cool and awesome. I'm like, hey, well, what makes me super cool and awesome? And they listed all of these things, like 
my job, how I move in the world, how I am this free spirit, how I, you know, break all the rules of society, all this stuff. They like listed like a zillion things that made me like, you know, badass. And not one of them was because you smoke. <laughs> I was like, huh. So as I started this journey of like questioning this process of like internally, oh, what is that about? All right. I was like, there's something deeper. There's something deeper behind this smoking thing that has nothing to do with what I think it is. And so I started the journey. But before I, so the, I, that was the possibility. So I opened up the possibility and I started asking myself this question. Thank you so much for the love. Thank you so much for the love. I love you guys too. And my next episode, I'm going to tell you, I mean, I'm going to be a big tease. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to reveal. I'm not revealing in this episode what the reason why I smoke, the true reason why I used to smoke because I don't smoke anymore, because it's been day 23, day 23 of being a non-smoker. And um, so next episode will be about uh, the reveal that I figured out. But it's very fascinating about when we want to do behavioral change, we need to really come to this. So this is what I'm going to leave you with is when we want to change anything in our life, whether it's about smoking, whether it's about the, our relationship with food, money, sex, um, it doesn't matter what it is, porn, our relationship with something, sugar, sugar is a big one. No matter what it is that we want to do a behavioral change before we can actually make the behavioral change we do need to do the cognitive work, the, the, the stuff in the brain to figure out what is the motivator? Why do we do it? Why did we start doing it? What does it serve? And once we figure out what those pieces are, then we can hijack it, course correct, reprogram, deprogram, all of these really cool things can happen. So if there's something in your life that you're like, I don't know if it really serves me. And again, the really key in this is that whether it serves you or not, it's not about whether it's good or bad, right or wrong, right? But it's about whether it serves you. And if there's something in your life that you feel like isn't serving you, start asking the question, well, why? Why do I do it? What do I think? How do I think it serves me? What do I think it achieves? And that's where I'm going to leave you as a big tease that I am. <laughs> uh, oh, and by the way, yes, uh, cocksucking did help me get through. He got me through some really tough days. <laughs> so I support, I support cocksucking 100% as a, as a behavioral modification uh, tool. Um, all right, so you must, if you want to spend more time with me, because of course, who doesn't want to spend more time with me, the way to do that is you can reach me at succulentliving.com for all your sexual wellness needs. You can reach me at empressgaia.com for all your BDSM and educational needs. 
And don't forget to follow me on all the social media platforms under Gaia Morissette and Empress Gaia, as well as don't forget to listen to My Orgasmic Life, this fantastic podcast. And you can find it on Spotify, Apple, Google, um, on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, as well as I have my own app, my Orgasmic Life app, which you can be, which can be found on Google Play Store, because who doesn't want to have me with them all the time, everywhere. <laughs> Until next time, have a juicy day. Ask your, don't forget to ask yourself the question, does this serve me or does this not serve me? Mwah. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.